And Jesus himself suffered the ultimate persecution of being betrayed and condemned to death, even though he was innocent. And as he hung on the cross where they crucified him, even as they stood there still in scorn and mockery before him as he hung there, he cried out to God on their behalf saying, Father, forgive them. They do not know what they are doing. He is our example. All the believers and martyrs who have gone before us, never renouncing their Savior even in the face of death, never cursing their persecutors even in the face of torture, they are our examples. Every person who over the millennia have stood in the face of injustice, filled with the righteous Spirit of God, they are our examples. Welcome to the I Will Be Your Church podcast, Virtual Sanctuary. Be strengthened today with the truth of God's love so that you can say to your families, your friends, your co-workers, and your social media worlds, I will be your church. Your host for today's episode is Joanna Church. We are finishing up our week looking at the Beatitudes, or the Supreme Blessings teachings of Jesus, where he shares some attitudes and attributes that he says we should be pursuing in our lives if we want to walk in God's blessings. So today we are finishing from Matthew chapter 5. God blesses those who are persecuted for doing right, for the kingdom of heaven is theirs. God blesses you when people mock you and persecute you and lie about you and say all sorts of evil things against you because you are my followers. Be happy about it. Be very glad. For a great reward awaits you in heaven. And remember the ancient prophets were even persecuted in the same way. As I have done this week, I want to look at what word is used in the original language for doing right. And wouldn't you know that it's the same word used in the Beatitude that says, God blesses those who hunger and thirst for righteousness and justice, for they shall be satisfied. I suggest you go back and listen to that one for a more detailed look at this word for righteousness and justice or for doing right. That episode was called Hungry for Justice. But the basic meaning behind those words, persecuted for doing right, is doing right would be what is deemed right by the Lord, or what has his judicial approval, and what is his truth. So here Jesus is saying that if you are doing right, if you are living your life following what God has deemed to be right, not what the world deems to be right, If you are following what God says has his judicial approval, not what the world systems gives judicial approval to, if you are believing and acting based on what God has declared to be the truth, not the relativism of cultural truth, well, then he promises you two things. First, you will be persecuted for living right, for doing right and for encouraging others to live in God's righteousness as well. 
you will be persecuted. You will be mocked. You will be lied about. But his second promise is that God will bless you in the midst of these persecutions as well as in eternity. So what does this look like in a practical manner? Well, looking at the major events of history, for example, Nazi Germany, the government passed laws outlawing people groups and condemning them to death. These were unjust, and the people who stood against these unjust, ungodly laws were persecuted even to the point of death themselves. In America, during the disgusting days of slavery, it was legal, lawful, and even preached about in sermons to own slaves and to treat them as subhuman. But there was a remnant of people who stood up and cried out against this cruel injustice and fought the laws that protected it and even gave their lives on the battlefields to end it. These are large examples of doing what is right in the name of God's righteousness, but there are daily examples of doing what is right as well by lone figures standing on their own, the Mother Teresas of the world, touching the outcasts and tending their wounds, the Gandhis who take a stand that is physically detrimental to them, the Martin Luther King Juniors who preach the truth in the face of shouting and cursing white hoods who ultimately paid for his words with his very life. It's you and it's I when we speak truth to relativism, when we stand against religious or political lies or control, when we hold our politicians and our religious figures accountable for bad policies or teachings, when we choose daily to walk in the ways of Jesus when everyone else around us falls away in mockery. We will be unfriended, unfollowed, derided, mocked, scorned. We will lose jobs and friends, and even family members who will judge us and curse us, even as we are looking at them and saying, I love you and I forgive you. And this persecution, if it can even be called that, pales in comparison to those who follow Jesus in other countries, where they can be tortured, imprisoned, and even put to death, just for having a Bible in their homes. But Jesus not only calls us blessed when we experience any measure of persecution because we follow him and his teachings, but he says that the kingdom of heaven belongs to us when this happens and when we endure it in love. He tells us that there are actually rewards in eternity for those who do what is right in God's eyes and are persecuted here on earth for doing so. Because Jesus says all the prophets before us also experienced this persecution, and Jesus himself suffered the ultimate persecution of being betrayed and condemned to death, even though he was innocent. And as he hung on the cross where they crucified him, even as they stood there still in scorn and mockery before him as he hung there, he cried out to God on their behalf saying, Father, forgive them. They do not know what they are doing. He is our example. All the believers and martyrs who have gone before us, never renouncing their Savior even in the face of death, never cursing their persecutors even in the face of torture, they are our examples. Every person who over the millennia have stood in the face of injustice, filled with the righteous Spirit of God, they are are our examples.
Dietrich Bonhoeffer, a minister who willingly returned to Nazi Germany to aid in the fight against Hitler and to help the Jewish people, he was ultimately imprisoned at the extermination camp at Flossenburg, where after two years of ministering to the sick and dying of the camp in the name of Jesus, was ultimately hanged himself. He said this in his famous book, The Cost of Discipleship. The messengers of Jesus will be hated until the end of time. They will be blamed for all the division which rend cities and homes. Jesus and his disciples will be condemned on all sides for undermining family life and for leading the nation astray. They will be called crazy fanatics and disturbers of the peace. The disciples will be sorely tempted to desert their Lord. But the end is also near, and they must hold on and persevere until it comes. Only he will be blessed who remains loyal to Jesus and his word until the end. And Dietrich Bonhoeffer did remain loyal to Jesus and his word until the end, even as he walked with his head held high to the gallows where they hung him and breathed his last. This man was persecuted for standing up for what God deems to be righteous and justice but he has been blessed both with his enduring influence here on earth, but also I believe, as Jesus said, that his blessing and reward in eternity is even greater. The writer of the book of Hebrews in chapter 10 says it in another way when he was encouraging the early followers of Jesus to keep going and not give up in the midst of terrible persecution. Here's what he said. Think back on those early days when you first learned about the Anointed One, Jesus. Remember how you remained faithful, even though it meant terrible suffering. Sometimes you were exposed to public ridicule and were beaten, and sometimes you helped others who were suffering the same things. You suffered along with those who were thrown into jail, and when all you owned was taken from you, you accepted it with joy. You knew there were better things waiting for you that will last forever. So do not throw away this confident trust in the Lord. Remember the great reward it brings you. Patient endurance is what you need now so that you will continue to do God's will. Then you will receive all that he has promised. For in just a little while, the coming one will come and not delay, and my righteous ones will live by faith but I will take no pleasure in anyone who turns away. But we are not like those who turn away from God to their own destruction. We are the faithful ones whose souls will be saved. That's from the book of Hebrews chapter 10. For those who are listening who are already followers of Jesus, I say keep going. Keep growing in the knowledge of God and Jesus. Keep walking in the truth of God's kingdom and righteousness. Keep fighting the good fight of faith in the spirit of love and don't give up. You will be blessed by God himself. Jesus has said so. And if anyone is listening who has not yet decided to call on the Lord Jesus, but you feel passionate about seeing this world made right, then I implore you to call out to God and have him fill you with the rightness of Jesus and have him empower you with his righteousness and his justice and his truth to fight for change with him in partnership with you 
at the spiritual level which will be felt in the world both now and in eternity. I pray over everyone listening today that you would be strengthened with God's might in your inner beings so that you may stand strong in the face of wrong, empowered by the righteousness and justice, the love and forgiveness of Jesus, the Anointed One. Now go, be the church in your world. If you feel blessed by the I Will Be Your Church podcast, Please subscribe so you never miss a day. And then share it with your friends. Check out our website, IWillBeYourChurch.com to learn more about us, check out Ben's blog, connect with us on social media, and become part of this church family movement.